0: Last preview podcast of the year. How exciting guys. We've done it. We've got to the end of another North Melbourne season. The last preview podcast. Thank God. What a season it's been as well. We come up against the Gold Coast Suns. What a great way to end the year. Nothing better than ending the season uh, down in Tasmania against an expansion team. Nothing gets me more Randy. So Massive, massive game. There actually is stakes on this game. As we know, we've dropped down to last on the ladder. I didn't think I'd feel this happy about that. But here I am kind of being happy that we're going to draft the best talent in the country. I don't know. Doesn't feel great. I'll reevaluate my life at a latter date. But we do have the Gold Coast Suns coming up. We're going to do the live reaction. I haven't looked at the teams yet. Um... I'm sure there's going to be some wild changes this week. Um, I could see guys I've never heard of on this roster playing. I'm not saying we're tanking. I don't think we'll tank. But to be fair, we really don't have to change much to tank anyway because that's kind of our thing, uh, even when we try to win. So <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, I don't know what to expect from the what the changes might be this week. Um, thinking of some players... I'd maybe like to go. I mean, Tucker is one for me. Eh, not playing great. Let's give a kid a go on the last game. You know, Tristan Jerry, he'll play. Everyone loves him except me and Marnie apparently. Um, Flynn Perez, yeah, look, off you go, mate. Let's, let's bring in somebody we've never seen. Are we going to get Robert Hanson? Are we going to get Phoenix Spicer back? Are they going to strap... Jack Marnie up like a mummy and roll him out for his last North Melbourne game. This could be this could be big, big stuff. As for some guys who are coming in, I mean, I've talked about Miller Bergman a lot. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Robert Hansen back in. Let's just throw him in one more time. Um, other than that, I don't, I don't know how much I care, to be honest. Um, let's just get that pick, get this game done with, no injuries, and we'll get through it. The only news really to talk about this week is... Um, LDU hurt his foot or aggravated his foot more, which he was out with last week while surfing. So that's an interesting one. I kind of think it might be good though. I mean, I would hate for him to be playing this week and do a hamstring or something like that. Anyone who's of any value to this team, just put them on ice. Put them on ice. Let's play the twos. Let's play the twos. Get them in form and uh, we'll roll them out and hopefully win the, uh, what's it called? Wild card against the Casey Demons. So, we can talk a little bit about a bit about that later. Um, other than that, Jack Siebel, out of hospital, all successful with his facial surgery. Clarko talked about it uh, a little bit in the press conference. Talked a little bit about LDU as well, and what he said was good. You know, sort of regarding both those guys, is that you can't, you know, you can't take away their freedom. And their hobbies, you know, the worst thing you could do to LDU now is be like, sorry, mate, you can't surf anymore. You reckon he's going to be happy with that? Absolutely not. you got to hope that they manage their own bodies, and he was totally right with that. And I think the way he handled that question with the journalists, I'm sure trying to trip him up to get a stupid headline, he handled it well, and I think he's showing his value to this club, especially moving forward. He might seem like a tough bloke on the outside, especially through his Hawks days, but... He's hard but fair, sort of Glenn Archer style. All right. I don't think there's any more news. Is there any more news? I'm asking you guys and you're not even here. I'm just talking in my room. So I don't think there's any more news from the week. Um, Lots of players out with injuries. We heard that last week. Um, Screw it. Let's just get into the live reaction. All right. I'm going to search up the teams now. Let's go on the AFL app. So I can tell you the Suns ins as well. All right. Let's have a look. In. Callan Dawson's playing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Charlie Lazaro and Miller Bergman. They're actually three good ins. Callan Dawson is playing. Watch Aiden Core have the worst game of his life because there's another tall down there now. He's going to go full Griffin Logue. Not Griffin Logue. He's great. But uh, how Aiden Core was playing when Griffin was there. Charlie Lazaro being in, that's good. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he makes it in this team. Um, I think Tom Powell will struggle to make it in this team, so I would put Lazario under Powell in the pecking order. But glad he gets a game. Hopefully he plays some midfield and we can see what he can do. But once again, I mean, we're probably drafting Harley Reed. We might get Riley Sanders. And Jai Simkin will be lucky to get a game in this midfield. I love you, Jai. That was a joke. Um, out, Blake Drury. Yeah, whatever. Daniel Howe, fine. Zeebs. I mean, Zeeble managed. I mean, retired is probably the one to put there. Why is he managed? And uh, Luke McDonald with his injury. So, yeah, cool. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Um, pretty happy with the outs. I'm pretty happy with the ins. It's like the first week that that's happened. Is that the first week? Yeah, probably. Last week, I don't think I was too happy. But Lazaro, Dawson, Bergman in, Drury How, Zeeble and McDonald out. I'm assuming Drury will be the sub. Um... Daniel Howe will probably be the sub, but now nah. Blake Drury, sub, I would assume. It says he's going to be the sub in brackets, but I guess you never know. Um, for the Gold Coast, Alex Davies, never heard of him. And Chris Burgess, I've heard of him before, but don't really know who they are. Um, Bailey Humphrey, out injured. Uh, Lacocious, I know he's a good player. And Rory Atkins omitted as well. Um, Lacocious out with an injury, interesting. So, yeah, that is good to see. Um, Bergman back off half back as well. And be very interesting to see how Callum Dawson goes. I think he's contracted next year. So I don't know how I feel about Callum Dawson. I want him to play more, but if we could get a free agent like uh, uh, Lewis Mellican in and draft like Curtin, I'd be pretty happy. So I don't know. Good to see him play though. But I mean, if you, if you've only been, if your first game of the year is in round 23, uh, it's probably a token in, to be fair. Miller Bergman finally being back in. I Once again, I've said this so many times, guys, I can't believe that he hasn't been in before this. But, hey, here we go. Other than that, good on us. You know, Jerry's still in the rock. Fantastic. Uh, Goldstein on the bench. It'll be interesting to see how Goldstein goes this week. Um, let's talk about under the microscope for a little bit. Who am I going to put under the microscope this week? And I'm going to write these names down and remember them because I think I forgot last week. Two people under the microscope for me. Who am I going to put? I haven't really thought about this, to be honest. There's a few There's a few in contention who I want to see. Perez is still in. God damn it. Um, Perez is not going under the microscope. He's going to be bad. I could put Goldstein under the microscope. I think he was really poor last week, and I think I can only imagine next year Goldie's going to sort of run out half the season and then get very tired, which he looks like he has been in the back half of the year. Um, so Goldstein could go under the microscope. Tom Powell could go under the microscope. He needs a game. Will Phillips could be another one. Let's keep building. Darcy Tucker, I mean, that's more of a negative one, but let's see if he's got anything in him. I mean, Bergman under the microscope to make sure he holds his spot. I mean, for next year, I guess. Hmm. I'm going to – oh, it's Goldstein or Powell for me. You know what? I think, okay, I'm going to do what I've done every other week. Tom Power, I thought, played okay last week. I'm going to put him under the microscope for positivity. Let's elevate his decent performance last week. And I'm going to put Todd Goldstein under the microscope who had a bad performance but needs to step up. Let's see if the old dog's got any new tricks. All I know is if Todd Goldstein is bad, he will still be better than Tristan Jerry. I wish I could see a stat and I'm sure there's a website, I probably just don't know. If you guys know how to find stats on players, can someone tell me if Tristan Jerry's taken a contested mark this season? Because I genuinely think he might not have. And that's not me bantering because we know he's not my favourite guy. But I don't remember any contested marks from him. Someone let me know. Someone let me know. All right. The opposition's last result. Let's have a look and see where are the Suns sitting on the ladder right now. I know they can't make finals. 15th, yeah. Sort of about where I thought they'd maybe end up. They've had a decent year, though. I mean, 36 points, equaling Frio. Frio were underwhelming as well. Um, good on the Suns, you know. I don't really want to see them do well, to be fair. I know, I know that's mean, but the Suns are kind of just a nothing franchise. They nearly beat the Blues last week. That's right. Um... Yeah, who players to watch out for? I mean, I think Matt Rowell is just an absolute weapon. I don't know. I know he, he's probably not – you look at, like, Noah Anderson, uh, Took Miller and players like that. I don't know, man. Matt Rowell has just something about him. Looking at his stats from last game. Not a crazy standout, but I don't know. I just think he's got something about him. The, Andrew Swallow. David Swallow kicked four goals last week. I can't believe David Swallow still plays. He's only 30. He can't be. There's no way. What year did the Suns come into the competition? I guess if they draft him at 18. Man, David Swallow feels like he's about 35 years old. That's insane. Good on him, though. The lesser Swallow brother, as we know. Yeah, okay. Well, do I think we can win? Do I think we can win? I think we shouldn't win, that's for sure. And that feels gross to say because I want to set high standards. I've been a standard setter on this podcast. But um, should we win? No. Can we win? We definitely can win. But the Suns seem to be our bogey team and that feels a bit gross. So we can win, but I don't think we will Even if we try, the Suns look like a decent enough outfit, obviously getting Dimmer as well. Did I talk about Dimmer in the last one? Let's just cover it quickly. Dimmer has obviously signed one of these Chelsea Football Club type deals. Um, If you don't know the reference there, Chelsea Football Club in the EPL seem to like to give out like nine year deals to all these players who haven't proven themselves yet and then get them stuck on the list and whinge that they're not good enough when the club's culture is just so bad they destroy players. Sorry to any Chelsea <laughs> supporting North fans, but it's true. There's uh, there's no way that all the players who have gone through Chelsea in the last three years are just all bad. It's the club's fault. So I think it could be a little bit thing like that with Dimmer. Not that Dimmer's going to be bad. Dimmer will be good for them, but... It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because there was no word at the start of the year that Damien Hardwick was thinking about leaving. And then they got rid of Adam Kingsley to GWS, who was their assistant. So you would have thought maybe Kingsley would have stayed if they knew Dimmer was going to go. So clearly they didn't know if he was going to go. Then out of nowhere, all of a sudden, in the space of a few days, he's announcing his retirement. And we're like, what is going on here? You know, I'm burnt out, you know, my time here is done, blah, blah, blah. All the cliches. He won them three premierships so the Tigers fans can't be mad. But something was a bit off, you know. It's it's interesting, as soon as the Tigers seem to be dropping for the first time in like eight years, he's all of a sudden had enough. He's left them with no uh, great young players, an ageing list out of the eight. And you're thinking, okay, maybe he's just burnt out. He's posting photos, watching the Tigers game. Come on, boys. And all while that was going on, he knew he had a seven-year, a million-dollar-a-year deal on the table. And if he didn't win the Tigers premierships, if I was a Tigers fan, you would be absolutely filthy because I, when he, you just know he's sitting there on the couch holding the beer saying, oh, take my photo. I'm watching the Tigers game. This will make the Tigers fans happy. And then as soon as that photo's taken, he goes sweet. Now call my agent and see if that deal's over the line yet. There is no way that Gold Coast Suns seven-year million-dollar deal only came up after he announced that he was out. No way. And to be already coaching again in under like three months after saying you're burnt out of coaching, man, what a ruse, you know? Dimmer. <laughs> he's gonna go up there, maybe get him to ninth. And then he's just going to go to the beach and surf and half his team will leave back to Melbourne. So, look, I don't really believe in the Suns. I think they've got some great players, but are they going to stay there? Not convinced. Like I did say in the press conference as well today, that one of them asked him about the priority picks and getting compensation for Ben McKay and all that sort of stuff, because the media is trying to make it sound like we don't deserve any of these picks and then he did remind everybody that Gold Coast are going to get three of the top ten picks as well because of how that system works with academy players and things like that. And everyone was like, oh, so we can't just pin it on north. Interesting. One thing I've been explaining all week at the barbershop has been, um, oh, really quickly, shout out to a listener. I don't know if you want me to name you, um, <laughs> but shout out to a listener. You know who you are. He came into the barbershop. Um, all the way from Western Australia, not just to get a haircut from me, came over for Zeeble's game. Um, But, yeah, thank you so much for coming out to the barbershop. We had a good chat about North, and uh, it was a good time. I really appreciate um, appreciate the effort there. You know who you are. So I know you'll be listening. Thank you very much. If anyone else wants to come down to the barbershop and talk North, Black and Brown Barbershop in Mitcham. Book me, leave a comment, say, I love Further North, and we'll chat North. Anyway. I've been defending North a little bit this week with obviously potentially getting pick two for Ben McKay and also with the priority pick maybe getting the advantage of drafting Riley Sanders and that sort of stuff. And people seem to be getting pretty mad about it. Just wait till Caro and Kane Corns go off in the offseason when we get given something like that. And obviously, we've just we just learned you know, from Clark and what I just said then, that the Gold Coast are still entitled to three of the top ten picks when they're a lot further ahead of us, and no one's talking about it. That's one point you can use to fight these people. I told- I, I think I said a bit of this last week, but the draft system has screwed us so many times with the father-son picks. And then when we did draft a guy, he whinged his way out of the club and lied to us. Hawthorne also took our coach away for the majority of the season. So we have been so unlucky, along with not developing talent, not having the right people in charge of the club and all that sort of stuff. Yes, we are to blame as well. But the system has screwed us so many times, guys. So if anyone is picking on you about being a North fan and getting all this stuff given to us by the AFL, we deserve it. And the angrier they get, the funnier it is for us. So just laugh at them. And we're going to be the ones laughing when Harley Reid lifts the cup up in 2028. Anyway, that's enough ranting for me. That's enough ranting. I'm going off on a tangent here. All right, let's do my final predictions for the season and then we'll wrap this one up. All right, let's have a look. Essendon, Collingwood. Collingwood win this one. Essendon got absolutely embarrassed last week. People are underestimating the pies. Yes, they've had a shaky end of the season. They'll click when the time is right. Let's not, let's not think it's going to be any different. Hawthorne and Fremantle. Hawks win this one. Frio over here in Melbourne, last game. No one's playing for anything, but the Hawks are younger. Or maybe not young, but they're hungry at the moment. And it's in Melbourne. I mean, North Suns, I didn't give a prediction. I'm going to guess the Suns maybe by four goals, I think. Um, The Suns just have our measure more often than not. And I know it's set in Hobart, but that's not a fortress for us anymore. Um, Brisbane and St Kilda. St Kilda have locked finals, so they don't really need to worry to be fair. Um, Brisbane do need to worry. They want to finish as high on the ladder as possible to get that home final. So I will go Brisbane win that one. I didn't check where it was. It said the Gabba as well. Yeah, Brisbane win that. Geelong and the Bulldogs. Interesting. Interesting. oh, I mean, the the Cats can't make the finals now, can they? No. The Bulldogs can. Hmm. I would normally say the Cats win. The Bulldogs need to, but I don't believe in them. I don't believe in them. It's at GMHBA. Cats win this one. I think the Bulldogs limp uh, their way to the end of the season and don't make the finals. Eagles and Adelaide, oh, who cares? I mean, I think Adelaide probably go over there and play pretty hard because they'd be frustrated from the week before. I don't want the Eagles to get four wins as well. That would be embarrassing for us. I'll go Adelaide. Text to kick none and like you to kick 14 and win the Coleman. Port Adelaide, Richmond. Oh, I would, I'm going to tip. I mean, Port Adelaide's going to win this game, but I'll tip Richmond in this one. Let's see if Port has any outs, I guess. Are they saving any anyone for the finals? Probably not. No, no outs. Um, Port win this one. I have to take my bias out of it. Sorry, guys. Swans, D's. Swans are favourites. Interesting. No. D And D's can go ahead of Port if Port lose. D's could go to second on the ladder. Yeah, D's have more to play for here. Um, the Swans are in finals, so it doesn't matter anyway. Swans aren't playing for anything, and the uh, Demons are. So I'm going to go the Demons, Carlton, GWS, GWS. GWS are winning this. They need to win uh, to be in the finals, to, to guarantee the final spot because the Bulldogs and the Bombers can still play finals. Probably not the Bombers. They don't have the percentage, but the Bulldogs definitely can. And I just want to see Carlton lose. There is a part of me that wants Carlton to win because they've been so bad for so long, but the fans are really annoying me in the last few weeks, and I would love them to lose this game and the first week of the finals. They're my tips, guys. Who do I think is going to make the finals? I think it stays how it is. Um, I don't think the Bulldogs or the, the Bombers get in at all. The Bombers would need a huge win. Uh, The Bulldogs have more percentage than GWS, who are in eighth. But I don't know. Bulldogs have Geelong and GWS, I guess, yeah, have Carlton. But, yeah, I think the Giants make it. I think the Giants make it. That's a good effort from the Giants. I tipped them pretty low this year. So I'm going to go GWS make it into the finals. The top seven are locked. Oh, the Ds probably finish fourth, don't they? Yeah, they probably do, because I think the other two teams win. You know what? If Collingwood lose and Brisbane win, they could finish on top of the ladder. And they're on the exact same percentage. This is wild. What? Still so much to play for. Unreal. What a time to be alive, guys. All right, we've got to the end of it. We've finally got to the end of it. Remember the obscure player of the week. Now, you know, who I- – <laughs> I love the obscure player of the week. Okay, the obscure player of the week this week was Aaron Black, Geelong legend Aaron Black. Do you guys remember Aaron Black, the key forward we kind of need beside Larky right now? He was a little bit underwhelming, wasn't he? Going back and doing some of these um, nostalgic player of the weeks is crazy because I just don't really remember, you know, I thought these guys were okay at the time, but I guess it just kind of shows that, like, we have been through a lot of players. All the Like Luke Delaney, I didn't think Luke Delaney was bad when he played. But he never kind of made it. But I never was f- focused enough in on the team to be like, why didn't Luke Delaney make it? He was just gone. But I guess he kind of left when we were still decent enough, you know? <laughs> Bixie, <laughs> I'm just looking at the comments on the post of Aaron Black Bixie the Rescue Cat, where's the Marnie merch? I need a new hoodie. Okay, I can't make Marnie merch this quickly, Bixie the Rescue Cat. All right, stop prowling around people's fences and, you know, pooping in your litter box. All right, you get your hoodie in due time. i got to get Marnie to sign a bit of paperwork before I can stick her, her head on things, you know. Thanks for all the hashtag free Marnie merch, guys, as well. Keep commenting hashtag free Marnie merch. I love it. Um, And North uh, North Melbourne, uh, North Melbourne underscore vintage on Instagram, also commented say, kicked some sensational goals in 2014. That was his year too. And that was our prelim year. So we couldn't have done it without Aaron Black. Never forget the name. The streets know. The streets know Aaron Black. All right, guys. That's enough preview podcasts for one year. They will be back next year. Um, There's plenty of off-season stuff going to come. I'm not going to do two podcasts a week from now on, depending on what things happen, but it's more about draft and trade time. I'll be doing little podcasts to tell you guys what's going on and give you my opinions. We will be back on either Sunday or Monday um, with the full podcast after the Suns game. We're going to know what we're going to do for drafting. And then hopefully the week after, we're going to do a big season review podcast. Might be a couple of hours, that one, but uh, it's going to be a massive one. So lots of off-season stuff planned good things to come in 2024 but hey we got plenty of podcasting left let's play the suns first go north thanks for listening guys really appreciate it further north pod on instagram further north podcast on facebook i'll talk to you guys sunday or monday depending on how tired i am (laughs) all right guys thank you very much talk to you soon bye